Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations, and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to We're Not Allowed to Have a Campfire. That's because we are sitting on a great big methane pit. We're on the Albuquerque Bloom Fiesta RV parking area, which was a landfill at one right. time. And I'm Tony. And I'm Peggy. And we're two RV industry veterans who travel part-time. In a small trailer with an audience. Yeah, looking to share <laughs> big adventures and help you with great tips. Tricks. And discounts. We are... You might notice outdoors, we're at the campground, the Balloon Fiesta campground, which is really just a big old parking lot. There's a lot of activity going on around us and our friends are here camping with us. So every time we mess up, we all get to have a good laugh. Yeah, it has been a lot of laughs the past, what's it been a week or whatever, whatever however it's long been. it's been. <laughs> it has been a whole lot of fun and we, we're just loving this whole experience. Yeah. It's, it's been so great. Days are kind of mushing together because we're <laughs> getting yeah. up so early and doing balloon things every day. So we're having a ball. Yeah, Peggy's favorite part of this, getting up at four in the morning. Oh yeah, uh-huh, favorite part. <laughs> 12 days in a row, yeehaw. Yeah. <laughs> my, I don't know what my favorite part is, but one of the things that I have been enjoying is our solar package. For sure. If you could plan the perfect conditions for solar and lithium and all of that, this is it. This is it. It's sunshiny days, but not so much so that you want the air conditioner. And I'll just remind people, if you don't know, Balloon Fiesta isn't always all sunshine. Last year they had, well, I don't know if we would have done so well, they had a lot of rainy, windy, awful days last year, and we have had, so far, let me find some wood to knock on, we have had the most gorgeous weather the past week. Yeah, it's like the Chamber of Commerce plan. Yeah. It, it's been just sunshine, and right now we're pulling in 40 amps of solar from our solar panels and charging up our battery. And, you know, the whole system was is a master volt system implemented by our friends at ABC Upfitters. And if you are solar curious or looking for anything from a lithium battery drop-in replacement to an entire engineered system. The, the folks at ABC Upfitters are just the people to call. They're, they're engineered solutions, they set up systems based on what you tell them you need. Right. And they're flexible and really good people, really good quality products. As I say, they're Masterbolt products, which are marine grade, and that just means that you know, there's not a lot of tolerance for things not working properly when you're out on the ocean. And the great thing about ABC is they have three basic packages, you know, the, the I hardly ever need it, I sometimes need it, I always need it kind of packages, and they'll customize those for you. So if you sometimes kind of always need it, then <laughs> they'll work with you to figure out which size package to start with and go from there. Yep. And so. they really help customize each and every one. Yeah, the, like I say, they listen to you. So if you're solar curious, you can look them up through our link on our website or give them a call at 574-293-9399. That's 574-293-9399. They're happy to answer your questions or provide tech support, all of that. It's just good people to deal with.
So we are camping and we are camping with some great friends. Paul and Cindy we've known for a while and we've met some of the sisters, but now there are four sisters camping with us, Cindy, Diane, and Linda, and Elizabeth, and of course Paul, and Tony and I are camping together. We're crewing together on a balloon crew. Good morning sunshine is our balloon. That's right, and our pilot is Will Vavra, and he is 19 years old. He's the youngest pilot at Balloon Fiesta, and what we thought is we have all these great RV friends who are crewing for the first time with us. Why don't we find out what they think of the experience? Hey, that's a good idea. So let's do that. All right. We are back from a morning chase. We have had our balloon go up. Let's see, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. <laughs> Five days now. <laughs> and we've been through two, one, two, one evening glow. I don't know. I've lost track. Yeah, it's very it's tiring, you guys. I'm going to tell you something. This is an amazing, fantastic, incredible experience. You got to like to be up in the morning. This is not my, that's not my gig, and I've been really tired, and I don't know what day it is, but it's fantastic. And the weather this year for the 51st annual in Albuquerque International, International Balloon Albuquerque Fiesta. Balloon Fiesta has been spectacular. Yeah, last year was quite the challenge. Last this year there year was a lot of rain, yeah, and we have been able to pull the balloons up every single day so far, and things are looking really good for the rest of the week. So this week we are also camping at International Balloon Fiesta right on the box view, which is a little ironic because we're never here to see balloons land in so the, the box. So the box view <laughs> is, so our campers are backed up to a big open space and that is intended to enable pilots to land behind us. And the premium sites, I guess, are the ones on the box view. The irony is we have been crewing all week and will continue to crew the rest of the Fiesta. So we're never here when the pilots land. We are <laughs> chasing our own pilot, Will, from Good Morning Sunshine. Right, but we are also fortunate to be camping with our friends, Paul and Cindy and Linda and Diane and Elizabeth. <laughs> yes, and these are everybody's first time as crew. So we thought we'd get some perspective and just impressions of what this has been like. Now, if you don't know, as we didn't when we signed up for this, what crewing involves is getting up somewhere around four in the morning, getting on a bus, going to the edge of a very large field, <laughs> Three walking football all fields. the way across the entire field to the balloon and then getting all of the pieces out and assembling the balloon and inflating the balloon, then getting in vehicles, chasing the balloons all over Albuquerque. With and another then, 500 chasers. Yeah, right? yeah there so are every, every balloon wants a chaser car to go after them. And there's only a couple of ways out of Balloon Fiesta Park. And if you're at all familiar with the Albuquerque area, there's only a couple of ways across the Rio Grande from here. So if our balloons are all going west and crossing the Rio Grande, we all got to wait in line to get over the bridge. Yeah. So you might be asking yourself, wait, isn't this an RV podcast? Why are we listening to stuff about balloons? And I would say this is every bit 
an RV event as it is a balloon event. There are hundreds of RVs here. Several large organizations, for example, Fantasy RV Tours, which does guided tours. We have some friends coming in today through the Frog. Frog yep, actually Frog. has a rally that comes to Balloon Fiesta every year. Actually, our buddy Bill is coming in today. That's right. Who you heard, he joined us in Michigan. He right. planned the Upper Peninsula So trip. we'll get to see Bill again. Yep, and Zappo. And Zappo. Don't forget Zappo. <laughs> and then... We are here with escapees, and the Birds of the Feather chapter is Boomers and Balloons, and it's a bunch of people who, let's just say, have been here for a little while. Well, so it's a Boomers group. It's yeah, Boomers it's and boomers Balloons group. rally, kind of, and they do this every year. So if you're an escapee, be in the Boomers Birds of a Feather, which is what they call their chapters, be a Boomer then you can come to this event. So the caveat is if you are part of the 50 rigs that are here for Balloon Fiesta, you're here because you uh, they let you in because you agree to be on a crew. Right, and so that's, that's how we got in. There are also full-time families. I don't know what the caveats are of their being here, but they're here every year and there are a lot of full-time families and I think some of them are crewing too. And I know that there are other, there's even other escapees groups. There's so many escapees groups. So I know that the escapers are here and those are escapees who are working age. I don't want to say, it's not really an age thing, but they work on the road and so they yeah. are in that birds of a feather. They had our friends, the border hookups, performing the right. other day. exactly. The days do run together. They do run together. Because they're quite long. <laughs> anyway, without any further ado, we thought we would get all of our friends who are here with us are not only suffering, I mean, enjoying the same experience that we're <laughs> enjoying, but they're also our veers. That's right. And so we thought we'd get people's perspective of what this adventure is like and things they're taking away from it. Everybody has gotten to ride in our balloon, with one exception. Anyone who didn't want to, didn't have right. to. but everyone else has already gone up. Our pilot, Will Vavra, is the most gracious gentleman. Uh, it's just, we are so impressed with him. And he is the youngest pilot on the field, 19 years old, and very confidence-inspiring. So without any further ado, why don't we pass the microphone? Yeah, let's start. Everyone's pointing Everyone's fingers pointing at one fingers, another. by the way. Okay, I'm going right there. <laughs> this is Elizabeth Corbett. It's my first time ballooning. We have a great pilot. His name is Will. And it's an experience everyone should do. We've learned a lot. We continue to learn every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, but it's a lot of fun. I recommend it for everyone. What has been your experience that you weren't expecting aside from you got to go up the first day we went the first day my sister diane and i went the first day i didn't i didn't know what to expect i had no idea what ballooning was all about because i've always been a spectator and now you're involved and it is involved <laughs> <laughs> there's so much to do to prepare and take care of and then when you're done, you help put it all back together. So the next day you do it again and it's easier and it's cleaner that way. So that's, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And are you a full-time or part-time RVer? I am not. I'm a part-time RVer. And right now I'm bunking with my sister. 
So eventually I'll have my own again. By the way, we have four sisters here and then Paul who's sort of, <laughs> they're all here to supervise Paul. And Paul is my good buddy and uh, he, he and I have managed not to get into any trouble just yet. It's early. <laughs> it's early. There are a few days left. Oh my gosh, I just never realized the people. The crowds. I haven't been through Albuquerque, really, but ah, it, this is this is their thing. Yeah, I, it's amazing to me. I had no idea that it was such a big deal here. Yeah, they estimate 550 balloons this year, and there are some days where there will be over a hundred thousand people on the field just watching all the shenanigans. And it's amazing when you think, okay, you have 550 balloons, each has a crew of four or more. And so there's, you know, five and four is 2,000 people just of crew. And I'm like, I watched Arabelle, which is my favorite. Uh, sorry, Will, but Arabelle is my favorite <laughs> balloon, which is a gigantic cow. And each leg has its own fan so oh, they blow that. that thing up it's a huge balloon and it's a cow with udders and each leg has it like a pocket and they put a fan and blow that thing up like that because i got to leave this morning to pick up will's girlfriend at the airport and i watched him a little bit inflating arabelle yeah it's interesting to see how everything is done yeah will's a good teacher he really is he's exceptional yeah hi it's cindy pomeroy full-time RVer, first fiesta, and it's an amazing experience. <laughs> the most amazing for me is actually doing this with my sisters. Yeah, the four of you, it's fun to watch all, all you all together. together. It's kind of a once in a lifetime dream. And the husband's not so bad too. <laughs> I mean, there's balloons and husband, but I get to be with my sisters. Yeah, yeah. but you know what yeah. the commonality is? All the husbands are full of hot air, just like the balloons. <laughs> so, Cindy, you are not a fan of heights, yet you went up in the balloon. Tell me about that. I did. Yeah, me and heights don't get along. The takeoff was a little bit challenging because Will was moving the basket. So I had to learn, I had to figure out how to balance my feet in the balloon so that I didn't feel like I was falling backwards. And that didn't take very long, but Will was gracious enough to say if I needed to come down, he would land it immediately. But I was not going to be that person. <laughs> <laughs> and it was amazing the rest of it. When you're up there, you don't even you don't even really feel the balloon move. So it's hard to tell what direction you're going in unless you're paying attention. Yeah, because you're moving with the wind, so you don't yeah. feel a breeze. Yeah, and it was amazing. We got to do the the splash and dash, which was amazing to watch him do that and then go up and over the bushes and not hit them. So what the splash and dash is, is they, since we have the Rio Grande here, they lower the balloon, they dip the basket into the, into the river and keep going, which is, you know, a surprise for the fish. <laughs> it, it is. It was, it was a lot of fun and to watch him, and he is a very amazing teacher. And for him to say what all the gauges do. And he flew ours without any electronics. Oh, he really? Flew, they all went dead on him. Oh, boy. So he did it all with just his brain. And it, it was amazing. Huh. Interesting. Some of those electronics are he has a little gauge and it tells him his altitude for one thing. And it also tells him the temperature inside the balloon. I guess, obviously, if you start sinking to the ground, you know you're not warm enough. One of the things that will 
was explaining to us as Will was flying blind or didn't have any of his altimeter and such working and he explained was explaining that he as a pilot actually flies and can tell because i asked him i says how do you know when to start the burner to pull on the burner and he said that he actually senses in his leg when he needs to pull that he can actually feel the balloon dropping through his leg and he says his mother feels it through her feet and there's another lady, and I cannot remember who he said, that's on the field. And she's actually doing a study to see if that ability is a ability that people are born with or if it's something that they can actually be taught. Interesting. Thank you, Paul, for explaining how that works. With the, I forgot that you had told me that, and that's really fascinating that different pilots feel that in different ways, and it'll be really interesting to see how that study goes. I remember when I was riding, I said at one time, like, what is the temperature inside there? And he could tell me, so he wasn't able to know how high he was flying. But again, you're looking around, and all the balloons are at the same level, so you're obviously not out of bounds. <laughs> but that's interesting that he... Uh, we know technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't flinch for it. He's just, no big deal. I can fly this without any of it. There is no anxiety in him that we can perceive right. whatsoever. Yeah. He is just calm as a cucumber yeah. or cool as a cucumber, something like that. <laughs> it was amazing, and I would, I would go up again as long as he's the pilot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So anything you learned that is a big surprise? Oh, gosh. I, the amount of people is, you just can't imagine it. And the amount of the, the balloons, having that many balloons in one place is mind-blowing. Yeah, as they're inflating. So the way it starts, we have a full video of Peggy's flight. Even if you don't see her, you'll hear her. Yeah. But just the process of taking off, and I'm making another video, which may or may not be done, but it's of the whole, like, takeoff process. But we did do a video of that a while back because ballooning is such a thing here in Albuquerque. So we'll share links to those videos or put them on the show notes. But, it, yeah, it takes quite a crew of folks to, to make this all happen. That is for sure. Yeah. And so speaking of crews of folks, Paul has been on the top of the balloon, so to speak. He is the tugger, as it were. He's the anchor to our situation here. And I'm only an anchor because I'm big. <laughs> anyway, my name's Paul Pomeroy. I'm Cindy's husband. And what an amazing event to uh, be able to participate in this. I was able to be here almost 30 years ago with our kids. Oh, wow. And the size of the Fiesta now versus then is probably grown by 70% versus oh, wow. when we were first here 30 years ago. You got down on the field then, I assume? Correct, yeah. We were out with the balloons. I think it was actually a glow day that day. Okay. So one of the responsibilities Paul has is there's a thing called the crown line, and the crown line is at the very top of the balloon. And as we inflate it, someone has to hold that so the doggone balloon doesn't float away. And that's a lot of what Paul has been doing. But not only, not the only thing at all. No, no, we get exposed to a lot here. 
got to be on the chase crew today. Tony and Peggy let some of the others try it. And <laughs> going out and doing that, you have a whole lot of respect for them now. Because when we got done, we got to leave the field and go relax. <laughs> Instead of getting back at 10.30 or 11 o'clock, once you've finally managed to catch up with the pilot when he makes it down to the ground. <laughs> and trying to keep up with Will because he plays the current so much, it's hard to figure out what he's got planned. <laughs> but as Cindy said, we got to do the splash and dash yesterday, which he did another one today. And today the way he did it was totally different than when we did it. We literally went right down to the river, dipped the toe of the basket in the water and came right back up. Whereas today he was explaining to me what happened when he came into the water. The water has a cooler temperature. And because of that temperature, it affects how the balloon reacts. And so he, when he came in today, that cooler bubble of air physically caused the balloon to skip back up. And so he was able to catch a current, go back out and make the approach a second time and came in differently. And then he actually stayed on the, just above the water for probably four minutes, wow. which is, I mean, we saw the balloon disappear and we were wondering, well, did he land in the river? <laughs> <laughs> and he finally did show back up in the air so we can find him. But for a 19 year old kid, he is amazing. Not just his abilities as a pilot of these, but just his demeanor and no matter what he's doing. Boy, isn't that the truth? He's just a calm, casual young man that instills confidence in everybody. Yep. Absolutely. As far as did I find anything a surprise here? I can't say that I did. I think my biggest biggest surprise, my best fun has been all the fun places you and Peggy have taken us <laughs> to to enjoy the food here in this there town. There has been a lot of green chili and a lot of beer consumed <laughs> over the past week. The town is excellent. Our hosts are excellent. Peggy and Tony, we got to stay at your house the couple of days before we came here. Yeah, and, uh, they booked us through Harvest Hosts. And if you ever get a chance, it's a great place to go hang out. I would say just the, being with the family and Tony and Peggy, which whether they like it or not, they're now family. Yeah, we got adopted. <laughs> whether you like it or not, you're stuck with us. That's the, that's the way it works. You're hard to shake off. <laughs> We're kind of like the coronavirus. <laughs> Stick with it, huh? <laughs> but one of the things that Tony and Peggy have introduced us to is the Hatch Green Chili oh, Bacon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, uh, we got a chance to go to a donut shop today, and they had the Hatch Green Chili Bacon Donut. And I'll tell you what, that thing was good. Oh, man. Maybe I should have gotten one of those. <laughs> so, needless to say, you can see why I'm the anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? No, I think that was awesome. Well, thank you. Cross the circle to another sister. Yeah. I'm Linda Christofferson, and I want to thank Peggy and Tony for having us. It's just been a joy. One thing that impresses me most about our team is the fact that Will is safety-oriented. That's number one. And number two that really impressed me is he is an ambassador to the sport he loves. And the way he interacts with children is amazing. Yes. He has sparked an interest in one young man Hopefully, he'll follow it and go to their balloon camp that they have. So that impressed me the most. The worst part of this, if I can find a worst part, 
would be, again, like Peggy said, getting up at oh dark 30 when you're <laughs> used to sleeping in and walking in the dark, which is a really big challenge for me. <laughs> Other than that, this is something that I'll never forget. And you're a full-time RVer. I am a full-time RVer. However, as of the 6th of November, I will own a park bottle in the RV park to where I park this thing in the wintertime. So we'll see what happens from there. But I'm nowhere near done traveling because <laughs> I've had the blessing of traveling with some amazing people. <laughs> uh, amazing. And my sisters and my brother-in-law are right at the top of that along with our new adopted family. <laughs> we have another sister from another mother. Thank you again for having us. So. And you will see yourself in the video that we have of Peggy in the balloon. You actually are on camera and you had some fantastic questions. Oh, thank you. It was really good and just to see the reaction and such. So we'll put that, if you're listening to this on the website, you'll see the video down below or we'll have links to it in the podcast notes and uh, you can meet you in person, sort of <laughs> digitally. <laughs> well, thank you for that. And I think the other thing that really impressed me the most is the fact that how quickly that balloon gets off of the ground once you're up there. It is the most peaceful experience. It's quiet, and you cannot tell you're actually physically moving unless you look down at the ground or you look at another balloon that's either beside you or, or wherever. It's an amazing adventure. If you have the opportunity, take it. It's a once-in-a-lifetime deal. And they're always looking for crew, so... Even locally, if you're in an area not necessarily Albuquerque, I think we're the only ones, but obviously we're not. Our pilot and his mom are from Reno. It's a very big ballooning area. And so if you're anywhere where balloons are on occasion, go and check them out. Get up in the morning, go to where you see them launching and talk to them and see if they need a hand. So uh, let's see, who have we not talked to? Diane, <laughs> what do you think? Well, I'm going to say you guys all should be jealous because we are having a grand time. <laughs> you know, I'm the oldest of all these folks here by a long shot. And if I can do it, anybody can do it. And it has been a blast. And it's been my privilege to be wor working with my family and my newfound family, Peggy and Tony. They have been a great delight. And I am sure glad I got to come along. So thank you for my sisters inviting me and Paul and getting to meet these neat people. And there's so many other nice people here, not just the ones on our team, but everybody that we've spoken to and gone through with all the different entertainment that they had. And yes, when you get up in the clouds there and you look down and you see the multitude of people on the ground watching this and you're not down there with them. You're up there getting to see the sky view. It is... It's undescribable, and it is just, I don't know, it's unexplainable. You have been with us on the chase crew. Describe that. Today with my sister Elizabeth, her and I got to go, and then, yeah, I was on it, well, when we came back, when her and I went on our flight. So chase is kind of fun because, and like Paul was driving today, I didn't get a chance to drive with Tony. I heard that's a real hoot, but Paul's pretty funny too. <laughs> but it, it's really interesting. You're trying to eyeball the small balloon that's way out in the distance and you're trying to keep your eye on it see where it's going and will today it's like he had a yo-yo <laughs> up 
up and down, back and forth. We'd think we're going to go one way, and he'd turn around and go the other way. Well, the wind made him do it. You know, that's the, ex <laughs> that's the excuse. But it, it's it's a lot of fun. And then when when you finally get there where they've landed, or my sister and I case, uh, we bumpy landed. Nobody's mentioned our sister sandwich. That's right. But uh, <laughs> we won't go into too much detail for that because it was rather hysterical. We laughed for a long time. <laughs> it was funny. But anyway, so being on a chase and, and getting to actually be there to pick them all up and put everything back together, there's all these little pieces that you have to do. And it's amazing how much after only three or four days of doing this, we actually almost know what we're doing. Yeah. Heck, we could, let's steal a balloon and go fly on ourselves. Right. Well, I wouldn't go so far as to say that. <laughs> what, you go up, you go down, it's easy. You steal a balloon and assemble it like nobody's. Yeah, that's apparently right. we're one that's heck right. of a crew. And we know that. how to put it together. That's right, we can put it back together. The interesting thing to me about the chase is that there are 500 balloons that go up I mean, it's staggered, but for the most part, all at once. And then you, in your car, have to find the balloon in the sky. Now, there are, there are digital tools, but you have to find where they are, figure out where they're going to land. And if there's ouch berries, which are like the cactus, or <laughs> if there's a dog that doesn't like balloons, you have all these variables. There is tribal land where they're not that thrilled with us landing on it. Well, the fences and light poles and yeah. the uh, electrical wires. And I mean, there's a lot of things that, that's when when you're in the balloon, you're not just looking around sightseeing, you also are looking for hazards and making sure that you're letting Will know, and because he's pretty observant, so I don't think he would have missed any, but just in case, or if we're kind of in for a landing, He's not going to land on someone, you know, so. Yeah, because yeah. as he said, when the balloon is coming down, it's usually coming down at an kind of in a direction. And it's like standing in front of a car. It's not going to stop if it hits you. No, it doesn't stop. No, they don't stop. Somebody <laughs> has to help you stop. Yeah, that's Paul. Paul the anchor. That's right. <laughs> or anybody anchor around. Anchor management. Yeah. Today we watched our balloon that we were chasing and there was another crew from another balloon that had landed in the same place and they ran over to help stop our balloon because it was going, you know, kind of sliding across the grass and they knew what to do. So, yeah, yeah. chasing's fun. I like it. That's what I've been doing is chasing. That's been a lot of fun for me. It's been a great experience, I tell you. Um, I've had a lot of great experiences with my sisters and my brother-in-law. And I can't put one over the other one, but I'll tell you, this one sure takes the cake with frosting. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you. Well, all my new sisters and my new brother-in-law and my husband. Oh, and that me. guy. <laughs> we are, again, we're having a ball at the 51st Annual International Albuquerque. I think I get those words backwards. Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta. Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta. Because the initials are IPE. IPE, that's right. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us. We're not done hanging out by any means. We just wanted to talk to you early in the week so that we can share this with all of our listeners. Now, um, if you'll excuse us, dear listeners, I think it's about beer 30. Yeah, and we got to put a shoe in the air. That's right. <laughs> all right.
So Paul mentioned that they stayed with us for a couple of days before we came. They came before we all came to the Balloon Fiesta. They also are members of Harvest Host and Boondockers Welcome, and that's how they find great places to stay, and that's how we find great places to stay. And we have a discount on your Harvest Host and Boondockers Welcome membership. All you have to do is visit our website, and either in the show notes here or at our discounts and deals section, you can find a great deal on joining Harvest Host. And Harvest Host is thousands of places to camp all over the country at breweries, farms, wineries, golf courses, museums, pig farms. Yeah, all all kinds kinds of places. And they do ask you if you're a Harvest Host member, they ask you to patronize a business that you stay with. They don't charge specifically for camping. But I mean, we have been to some places where we have bought a freezer full of meat and (laughs) alpaca blankets and We've gone on train rides and museum tours. And, you know, it's not, it used to be that they said, oh, Harvest Host, you can stay at a winery. And that's just not telling the whole story. And a lot of people say, well, I don't drink wine, so I don't want to stay at a winery. And that's, you know, that's legitimate. But we stay at breweries all the time. And we there's just such a variety of businesses. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to focus on places that drink we stay at breweries right but we've also stayed at museums and alpaca farms and all kinds of stuff train places yeah they are instagram worthy in many many cases just beautiful places to camp and the only thing they ask is that you have a self-contained rv right that's the prerequisite but again discount on harvest hosts we really enjoy them We are going to do something we have never done before. What? Not crewing a balloon, although we have done that before. Not getting up at 4 a.m. because we've been doing that all week. No. We (laughs) have not awards because that implies that we're giving awards, but we have things I saw at the RV Open House in Indiana that I think are noteworthy or award-worthy. So the first thing we're going to talk about is best new technology. Okay. The thing I saw, there were actually two companies doing this, but I thought the best implementation was from our friends at Dexter, and it is an anti-lock braking system for towable RVs. Oh. Anti-lock braking really helps keep your vehicle on the path that you choose it to be. And it is an incredible safety advance. And Dexter has a system that they've come out with. Lippert has a system they've come out with. They're both game-changing safety features for RVs that I'm very, very happy to say is becoming available in the aftermarket. But I saw the Dexter system at the open house, and it also incorporates mileage of your vehicle so help you with maintenance it's just so i'm going to give it best new product of 2023 okay awesome but i have a second award for that okay i think that one of the things that is happening is more and more of us are off-grid camping Mm -hmm. and as we off-grid camp of course the biggest question people always have is well how long can you run your air conditioner for right that's the big question and the solution to a lot of people seems to be well i'm going to get a bigger hammer and that bigger hammer is a bigger more powerful battery system which of course is a solution but lippert has a new air conditioner called the 
Furion Chill Box. Chill Box. That <laughs> is remarkably efficient and incorporates a remote that will, we talked about this a little last week, yep. but incorporates a remote with a temperature sensor on it. So if you choose to bring that into the bedroom, that's where it will focus the temperature. If you have it in your living space, that's where it'll focus the temperature. So okay. it's a remote. It was so quiet. I went into an RV where it was running. I was talking to the rep. It happened to be a Keystone Outback. I didn't realize the air conditioner was even running. Wow. It was that quiet. Maybe we should be recording in there instead of out here where we've got all this noise going on. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. So I'm going to say that this is another new innovation from Lipper and best new off-grid product of 2023. So that's what I give them. Super, okay. Last but not least. There's more. Oh, one more. And this is our best new RV for 2023-24. And okay. I think you know what it is. I sure do. Because I have not <laughs> shut up about this thing. You have not thing. stopped talking I about it all month. I can't stop talking about it. And that is the new toy hauler from Amber RV. Now it's not on their website yet, but it's coming. What I like about it is the flexibility. Yes. You have that dual bed in front that can be a king size bed. It can be two individual beds. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it's so neat how they've implemented this. I have a full review at stresslesscamping.com and you'll have to go there and see the pictures. It's just an exceptional, even the bed alone is so game-changing in this realm. But wait, there's more. There's so much there's more. There's the dining table that is on an ember track system. So it can be food prep height, it can be bar height, it can be a dining table, it can be a bunk. And then in the back, there are bunks. So is the bunk track and the dinette track like the same track? It's the same track. So you could technically put your bunks up in your kitchen and put your kitchen table in the back if you really wanted I to do that. I never thought of that, but yes, you can. <laughs> you can hang a hammock. You can hang all kinds of things that go in a standard track hanging system in this ember. It has a drop down patio, which is the load deck as well. Uh-huh. It uses a tongue jack that kind of comes out from under the chassis instead of what every other <laughs> towable seems to have. So you can drop your tailgate. It uses the Kurt suspension system, which has an incorporated handbrake. And just so much about this. So I'm gonna say best new RV for 2024. Fantastic. So there you go, three new awards from Stressless Camping. Or should we say, most stressless RV of 2024. There you go. Anyway, that's what I got. So something else that Paul mentioned is that we had gone out to dinner a lot and we have been touring Albuquerque. Now, admittedly, even though Tony and I bought a house a year ago, we're still not all that familiar with the area. <laughs> and, you know, we are still finding our way around places and everything. But I just wanted to tell you the places that Paul is talking about because it is kind of, kind of some of our favorite hangouts. And one is called Tap and Taco in Rio Rancho. Oh, yeah. Tap now, and Taco. Now, that is a, a tap room. And then they have like a taco restaurant attached to it. But 
We've never eaten a taco there because every time we go, we fall for the, hey, do you want a stuffed baked potato? And we say, heck yeah, we do. They take a baked potato, they put, I swear, half a cube of butter, and then they take a handful of meat and a handful of cheese and melt it all together and put it on top of that pound of butter, on top of that pound of potato. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Yeah, it that is. That is a good eating experience. And another place that we went to was El Pinto. They had heard that El Pinto had great margaritas. Now, I'm not a margarita drinker, so Tony will have to give the margarita report. I didn't have a margarita. Never mind then. Paul had a margarita, and I didn't <laughs> Paul have Paul had a one. margarita. I'm pretty sure he liked it. And they did have some really good chips and salsa. They had just the, we had the nicest server. We had seven people and he was the nicest guy and so on top of everything and came at the end and we hadn't even mentioned separate checks and he came over and said, okay, what did you order? I'll make a check for you. What did you order? I'll make a check for you. He was just so nice about that. What else did we do? We went, of course, to our, our <laughs> standby Tin Can Alley. We've been there twice now. Only. We just really like that. It's also a tap room, the Santa Fe Brewery tap room. And you can sit inside that tap room bar area or you can sit out in the open area. And then there's, I don't know, maybe a dozen little restaurant type things kind of like a food court and you go up to whichever place you want you order your food and some of them bring it to your table or some of them give you a pager so you can go pick up your food and it's just a really fun experience and lots of good food choices and of course as you said santa fe brewing company i love that place it, the energy yeah. there and and all of that is is makes me happy and it was a factor in our decision to move to mine. this morning then tony was really really craving donuts so he went to amy's donuts and picked oh up my gosh. donuts for everyone and uh wow i don't need lunch maybe not even dinner today i kind of over pigged myself on donuts but <laughs> yum yum yeah they were they had you know they have now all these fancy donuts that you can get and they had fancy donuts So there. you had one with what, pretzels and peanut butter pretzels on top? Pretzels and peanut butter. And Paul had one with green chili and green bacon. Green chili bacon, apple donuts and pumpkin donuts. Tony brought me an apple fritter. The girls had blueberry fritters. We really picked ourselves out yeah. on donuts and they were <laughs> we really <did>. good. <laughs> they have a Homer Simpson's donut. <laughs> That's right. So, <laughs> I keep saying we really should do a destination report on Albuquerque Rio Rancho area and we haven't done it because I still feel like we haven't explored the area enough but I guess we're just going to kind of do that in little pieces here and there throughout a whole year or something sure, why not? <laughs> as we discover new places here. Sounds good to me. Well there's you know, lots to explore and see and do here in there Albuquerque. There really is. So, including the balloon fiesta. If we'd ever stay home long enough to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> so while we're here, you know, as Tony said, we're using the solar because we're not on any kind of hookup site. And we did get a pump out service, but we got a new gadget to help with our water situation. Well, we got a whole kind of collection of gadgets for lack of a better description. And what we got was portable water totes from a company called Wolverine Tough Bottle. These are super, super industrial strength bags that have lids, faucets, taps, and there's various sizes. Peggy has one that's water bottle size. Yep. They go all the way up to 
eight gallon water bottles with taps. They also have an electric drill powered pump. Now we've had this pump before and what Wolverine has done is they have filled it with grease that is food safe. So it's a food safe electric drill powered water pump. The bags are made in the USA. They are really tough. They're yeah. very well engineered. The lids are nicely done. The spigots are nice. They're BPA free. A lot of good things about this company. And they fold really nicely. They're like all gusseted. So when they fold in, they really fold flat. Yeah, and there's grommets on them so you can hang them. The company is veteran owned and these bags are made right here in good old US of A. I like these quite a bit. So what we've done is we went to the water station, filled up one of the bags, brought it back, and it's got a spigot on it that you can just like hold the bag up and pour it into your freshwater tank. So if you're into boondocking as we are, it just really simplifies things and then they just fold down to really small size. It's super convenient. So yeah. A plus to Wolverine. Thank you for your service to the country, but also for the awesome products that you make. So Wolverine Tough Bottle, I have a full review on stressescamping.com. We also have a video. So check that out. See yes, what you think. Yes. Last week I had kind of an untraditional question because we didn't really ask a question. What we asked was, would you please call in and leave us a voicemail with your spookiest, scariest camp story? And we're going to use those for our Halloween episode, which is coming up. Yeah, and one of our favorites. Yeah. And one of the least popular, according to the numbers. <laughs> according to the numbers, yeah. It's only our favorites. It's nobody yeah, else's. But that's okay. We're going to continue to do it anyway. You can just listen to something else that week if you don't like it. <laughs> well, I never. <laughs> so I don't have any answers to read because we're just waiting for those phone calls. But we do have a new question for you this week. And you can still call in with your Yes, please continue Halloween to call stories. in. Continue to call in and give us those stories so that we can compile them for our Halloween episode. This week we were curious... What small appliances do you find that you really need to carry with you in your RV? Yeah, are you bringing anything with you to make the kitchen more kitcheny? Let us know what all you think is a camping essential for your camping adventures. And you can find the phone number to call, which I'm going to say also is 707-739-6661. Yep. You can find that on the Stressless Campers facebook group yeah and that is in lieu of a question of the week and the phone number is written there you'll also find this week's question that you can answer at stressless campers group on facebook that took me so much brain power i can't figure yeah. out what to say next so yeah we keep that group fun and friendly and of course don't forget that's linked on our website under the hamburger menu and that's also where you can sign up for our once a week email newsletter which is all the stuff that we've been up to this week as well as things we've found on the internet that you might like but do know we only send one a week and never share your information with anybody that's so right it's a safe and secure place to waste a little bit of time yeah and while you're wasting time on the website you can 
look up recipes. You can find our deals and discounts page for the things that you're gonna need to make your RV adventure even more stressless. That's of course stresslesscamping.com. I'm like lost without the notes. Well, that's what we have for you this week, coming to you from the Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta. Just a great boondocking adventure. We appreciate your being here again once a week with us. And most of all, stressless, stressless camping. We hope you learned a lot and had some fun and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure, and we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping! Now, um, if you'll excuse us, dear listeners, I think it's about beer 30. Yeah, and we gotta put a shoe in the air. That's right. <laughs>